like you have to have an agent, the agent must represent you, and then you must hire this agent, you must pay this agent this amount of money, then you must editor, yeah, editor. So I was like, oh my god, I don't have all this money, I don't have all this time, I'm going to do it. Hi everyone, welcome to All Your Story. Today I have a very special guest. Um, she's Charissa Ong. She is the best-selling author of Daylight and Cheating, Daylight and Midnight Dialogues. Yeah, she's also the founder of a publishing company, Pen Wings, and she is the right now she's the UX UI designer with Boost. So today we are going to dive <laughs> into her journey from a self-publishing author to becoming the best-selling authors in Malaysia and internationally right now as well. Yeah. So first of all, Charissa, what got you start writing poems? I used to write when I was really young, like mm -hmm. when I was very. I I wrote. I, I wrote. Writer, pula. Basically, author writer. I wrote. I I wrote uh, comedic mm -hmm. uh, stuff on my blog last time. Mm -hmm. It was a very long time ago, but yeah, I only started writing to my ex boyfriend when I was mm. about twenty two, twenty years old ish. Yeah. Uh, and I thought it was very romantic and stuff. So. Yeah. The only time I really started seriously writing was mm -hmm. when I broke up from that boyfriend right. because I had a lot of time. So I just started and emotion as well. Yeah, a lot of emotion, a lot of time. So I just started to pour my myself mm -hmm. into my writing because I I really wanted to be good at something. Yeah, and I wanted to be proud of something right. like of myself at least because mm. I associated my my identity with that person like so much. Mm. Um, so I just kind of wanted to have something for myself. Yeah. Mm. Mm. And you told me before, like your first poetry collection, Daylight Dialogues. At first, like no publisher. Oh, Midnight actually. Midnight is the first one. Oh, the sorry. red one is the first. Alright, the yeah. the first one, Midnight Dialogues. <laughs> no publisher wanted to publish the book yeah. because they didn't know how to market it. And then you went all the way to self publish it. And what is the motivation? Why is it so important to get the book out? Actually, I didn't really have a lot of confidence in my work for about two years. Mm. So I just read a lot. Like I read a book every week. So until I built up that confidence to think that mm. I am okay enough in the current standards, international mm. standards, because that's always my benchmark. Mm. So I also how do you know that? Because uh, I, I compare, I compare with other authors of the same genre, like Lang Live and all that. So mm. I do a lot of analysis of like how they write, wow. <laughs> how they write, and also how I write and how I found my voice and everything. Mm. So I al I'll always have that doubt of not being mm. good enough, but that's mm. uh, that's actually <laughs> important to improve. Mm. But uh, how I got that confidence is that I <laughs> just. I just did it because mm. I, as I mentioned earlier, I needed something to be proud of myself. Yeah. I guess it's kind of like a quarter life crisis. Okay, <laughs> and it happens. Wow. So it's I, a good one. Yeah. Uh -huh. So I just did that, and then um, I was just really determined to just have something to be really proud of in my life. At that time, what what did you do as like work your career work? Um, at that time, I was also a designer, but I was at, in an ad agency. Uh, advertising agency, you know, mm. designers they just die there. Mm. <laughs> so at that point, also I, uh, that job mm. in that advertising agency made me like have mm. an existential crisis as well because people in uh, designers in advertising mm. agencies they are just really treated like worse than crap. Like mm. so, <laughs> I really really needed something to to feel good about myself. So mm. that's also like one of, of the your driving that you can call your own. Yeah, that's also one of the driving forces of mm. like uh, balancing my life. Mm. Mm. So what is this 
book about and who is it for? What's the message that you want to convey okay. so the by first, getting this book out? Okay, so the first book mm-hmm. actually is uh, actually for myself. Mm. It's actually an exploration of uh, different writing styles mm. because inside here we have a collection of poems and also short stories mm-hmm. with uh, different genres. Mm. So I have myth, I have horror, and I have like mm. fantasy and, and uh, nursery rhymes in it. So it's kind of an exploration of who I am. And I actually wrote it for the people around me only. That's mm. why I wanted to just publish and like print like 200 books. But it's not okay. cost efficient, that's why I have to print <laughs> 1,000. Yeah, so the core message is just to... Uh, it's just for other people that feel the same way I did. Uh, mm. Of not being good enough or like heartbroken or sad mm. or like they feel like they're alone in the world. So the core message is that you're not alone lah, like mm. when you read this book. So and it actually reflects uh, when I actually talk to my readers and stuff like that. They actually mm. say that they feel like closure and all that. <laughs> so it, it's right. nice. It's nice to to know that. Yeah. So before it reached the readers, like you went through a long process, like a tough process as well, to to get it into the bookstore. Can you share with us how does this book, yeah, from a manuscript become best selling books in Malaysia? <laughs> okay. So the thought of it being bestseller is like totally not on my mind at all. So yeah. I, <laughs> I just wanted to put this book in the store just to prove that I can. Mm-hmm. So, but I had no connections at all. Like mm-hmm. I have no... I was in a design background mm-hmm. and I was also... Um, my mom was also in logistics. Mm-hmm. So I, I told her, I, I kind of pitched her the idea that hey, I want to publish a book and then she's like, sure not. <laughs> you know, like your own family has this kind of doubt. So I had to really like persevere and like really show that I really wanted mm-hmm. it so I googled a lot like I really yeah. googled a lot that's the yeah. first thing I did because I know nothing at all yeah. so I googled google until I was like super sad because <laughs> it feels so unachievable like the more you google the more unachievable okay. it so you google about the, the how to publish pub- how to publish yeah the and traditional way like, yeah the traditional way yeah that. Like you have to have an agent, the agent mm. must represent you mm. and then you must hire this agent, you must pay this agent this amount of money. Yeah, then you must editor, blah, blah. Yeah, editor. So I was like, oh my god, I don't have all this money, I don't have all this time, how am mm. I going to do it? So yeah. my sister actually has a friend who is the father, he is a publisher but for educational books. Mm. So we met up with him mm-hmm. and he actually advised me to create my own company because he mm. couldn't he can publish my book but he doesn't know how to market it because mm. he only publishes educational books mm. so educati- educational books are easier to sell mm. because uh, you already have your market of schools, tuition, yeah. uh, bookshops so for mine it's like a, a, a luxury item or like a once item <laughs> yeah. so it's, it's something that's very mm. hard to market so he said it's better if I want to publish more than one book I have my own company mm. Yeah. so I was thinking about it uh, Mm-hmm. And then I was like just finding other avenues because I really don't want to mm-hmm. uh, start something and then it, it's, a, it's a very big responsibility to have your own company and everything yeah. and you have to do the taxes and all stuff mm-hmm. so I didn't really want to do it but when I talked to MPH, when I sent MPH a support email because mm-hmm. I didn't have a contact That's a key, it's true support email, <laughs> that, that I really fasc- like, yeah. fascinated me I have no yeah. contact with MPH at all but I, I mm-hmm. looked through their website and I found their support mm-hmm. email like uh, support at mph.com.my yeah. or something like that <laughs> And I emailed them and they actually told me that they mm-hmm. won't order, they won't send a purchase order to individual authors. They will mm-hmm. only send purchase orders to a registered company for mm-hmm. Texas purposes. So because of this uh, mm-hmm. requirement, uh, I had to make my own company because mm-hmm. I 
I actually approach other publishers mm. and then they ignore my WhatsApp, uh, ignore my email, and mm. just ignore me totally or just say they don't they don't do it. Yeah. Or if they want to publish me, they will get mm. like ninety percent of the cut. Mm. And wow. then authors only get ten percent. So it's like what the hell, right? So <laughs> I just went to SSM, created my own company. Yeah. And then I actually brought a very terrible version of the, <laughs> the uh, mock-up version of this book. Yeah. But it's just like a very ugly version. I brought mm-hmm. it to them. I said, don't pay attention to the cover, just pay attention to the, the inerts. Mm-hmm. And then I say, you read it, and then mm-hmm. you let me know if you can sell it. And I also let them know about the current market right now, with Lang mm-hmm. Lev and like all the other poetry books. Mm-hmm. Uh, and how, what is the potential of my books being sold? And what is my target audience? It's like every other product, yeah. you know, when you want to pitch to a business to distribute. So it's the mm-hmm. same thing. It's very businessy, but yeah. They, after like a few days, they got back to me and said, yeah, we'll sell your book. Mm. So it's... Uh, so that's the first step to get into the bookstore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at this point, looking back, <laughs> what would be your advices like for first-time authors who wish to publish a book? Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe take their work around and yeah. get feedback first. Mm-hmm. Because like for me, my, t- my style of getting feedback is yeah. through social media. So All I right. use Instagram and Facebook a lot. So you share it out. Yeah, and I do get like very good uh, constructive feedback because a lot of my friends mm. are from journalism degrees and all that. Mm. And I'm from a design degree. So I yeah. let them read it. I even created a group uh, just for to share my stuff. And then they actually feedback pretty good stuff. Yeah. So uh, getting a lot of feedback and also reading a lot so mm. uh, will help build the confidence. And then after that, mm. uh, create a full manuscript. Like just a full one. Mm. Not just like hanga hanga tayam, like mm. one two pieces of poem like that. So a full manuscript to show that you are really serious, yeah. and then start pitching it to publishing companies uh, mm. to see whether they can publish you. If really cannot, mm. then uh, I won't. I won't recommend creating your own company la, But <laughs> uh, if it's really come to that situation like yeah. me, then maybe yeah, then you can create mm. your own. So far, like how has becoming a best-selling author changes you as a writer and as a person? Yeah, so I only got that status uh, like recently when when Daylight Dialogues hit the bestsellers. I see this year, um, last year. Uh, yeah, last year because now it's twenty nineteen. Yeah, <laughs> so best-selling authors when you have more than one book that's in oh, bestsellers list. I see. So um, it definitely changed me because mm. uh, it's like an affirmation that I am good at something that yeah. I should continue doing this mm. and I shouldn't give up on this. Mm. So true that affirmation i actually started to challenge myself a lot more in writing yeah. i started an <laughs> alphabet challenge which like forces me to read the entire dictionary for every single poem i am actually very very uh, uh-huh. gung-ho <laughs> to to get this out to international waters that's why we have the collaboration with amazing fables uh mm. for the personalized books also to try to get it like in us and europe and australia because yeah. that. that's my dream right yeah so it's just it just changed me at the way I write. Mm-hmm. Like I I feel like I should write a little bit more sophisticated. I don't know, but mm-hmm. also relevant, and also more frequent, uh, mm-hmm. just to be better at what I'm doing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you have fear? Like, does it create fear as well that you couldn't be as good as your past? Your of course. Like, cause Elizabeth Gilbert has a TED talk about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah about I, creative genius. It's like being f- fearing that you're the one hit wonder kind yeah, of thing, right? I always have that fear, like always. Mm-hmm. So, uh, in order to avoid that, I'll just yeah. continue writing non-stop. So, mm-hmm. if I come up with something not so great, at least 
uh, I'm still practicing it yeah. and eventually something greater will come mm. like as time goes by mm, that's yeah. a very good attitude yeah just continue doing it alright and, and your poems are all very personal because you talk about your journey and then yeah. your emotions so how, how do you deal with like that you know the fear of exposing yourself to the public and especially if like people can give you constructive comments and at the same time people can also troll you yeah Actually, it's more of like being self-confident, I guess, yeah. of like who you think you are as a person. How, how do you build that so, to the point where you are so comfortable <laughs> I think working, I think working, I think working in agency. Mm. <laughs> no, la, but basically, uh, just um, the first time I get, I got like maybe bad remarks or like bad feedback, mm. I actually took it to heart very seriously and mm. I, it wasn't, it was pretty ugly la, because like, mm. uh, I was crying and stuff like that. But I think that's necessary to build mm. the thick skin. So I think it, it's just <laughs> as just time goes yeah. by, uh, your mm. your skin will be thicker, la. So it, mm. I think it's a time factor kind of thing, and mm. also like how you look at all this feedback. Like, is it constructive or is yeah. it just plain mean kind yeah. of thing? So those really constructive one is like I'm really mm. thankful for it because it really helped me grow so much. Mm. But for like the mean one, I just like kind of ignore it like, yeah. kind of thing. So uh. But it's good because like people are talking about you, right? Okay, so you're mm. you're taking up like one percent of their day talking mm. about you. So it's fine, you know? Yeah. So I always look at it at a silver lining kind yeah. of way. And besides the thick skin, it's also like the belief in yourself, your yeah. confidence that yeah. I think is very beautiful to see. Yeah. Like, I, I, I like that. It's like <laughs> when I talk to you, like the the way you carry yourself, the way you talk about your work. Okay, so like you know, think whatever you want to think. Let mm. the creative juices flow. And if there are a lot of people whom I think have a story in them, and they wanted to write a book as well, but they keep saying they keep delaying, procrastinating because they yeah. say that I can't write. So as a self-taught writer, what what would you um, advise them, or what tips would you give them? It's just to have a little bit more ego in yourself, <laughs> actually, because like. If you can't write, then a little bit more of belief, yeah, and ego. yeah, exactly. Yeah. The the starting point will be reading mm. a lot. So because the, the the reason why you can't write is because that like, your internal library is empty. So mm. you just need to fill in your library in your head. Mm. So when once you read a lot, then you get more ideas and more inspiration from like everything around you. Mm. Not just like articles on Facebook, you know, it's like real books. Mm. <laughs> right? Because a lot of people they think reading is just like scrolling sales.com yeah. or whatever. It's like mm. not it's not the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's it's really reading a lot first. That's why I didn't even start writing at all mm. until after I researched and read for two years. Wow. Yeah. Every week I read a book. Because I, I didn't have that confidence at all. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. So it's just read, read, mm. read, read, read first. Okay, so right now, besides your hat as an author, you are you're also a founder of publishing company yeah. Pen Wings. So under Pen Wings, what is your vision for this publishing company, and what do you want to achieve? Um, it's a very it's a pretty big dream actually. It's yeah. the one that is driving everything else, which is like mm. the books and everything. The main yeah. dream is to, uh, really improve the literacy and the mm. education in Malaysia. That mm. is freaking big. That's a huge dream. Mm. So I think that's. A, a good thing to do because like it doesn't limit me on whatever I want to do mm. like I could like write for games I could write for books I could write for mm. movies as long as or like uh, school literature and stuff like that so uh, for my company I want to publish more Malaysian authors and also like international mm. authors so mm. I want to find these gems and publish them mm-hmm. uh, which I'm actually publishing one guy Zach Shah this year mm. yeah 
and Exciting. then yeah and also like i want to have uh i want to make people from like you know all over the world yeah. know that you know malaysians can speak english <laughs> we don't just stay in <laughs> yes. trees that yeah. we can like write and we can verbalize words yeah so that is one of the goals so like because right mm-hmm. now that's what everybody else is thinking about malaysia which is pretty sad yeah mm-hmm. since still a millennial quite young and <laughs> you have already gone through like quite a bit of processes yeah so what would your what would be your advices for young and driven college graduate who are about to enter the real world hmm the best uh, advice yeah. i actually had when i was in college was yeah. to start doing freelance work before you even graduate ah. <laughs> yeah because like once you graduate you feel like oh you're like a like a brand new bird like don't know what to do right so uh, always get um always try to find new experiences and like mm. not just do uh work that is in your industry mm. try to like bridge to other industries for me my bridge is writing and design because a lot of designers they can't write mm. and a lot of writers they can't design uh, if you're a professional in both fields and you are a like, hybrid so that will make mm. you very very <laughs> that will make you very valuable in like the working world yeah. so let's say if you are uh like lang lef she's a illustrator and she's a writer so mm. she can like really make her book so beautiful and stuff. like the beauty of me having my company is that i have my own business so it, it touches like business and design and uh marketing and pr and all those stuff which is very cool so always uh, expand and not just stick to one industry that would yeah. be like the best i totally agree with you because yeah. like as a writer myself i find that having a commerce background yeah, and business background helps me in terms of like corporate writing yeah it just makes things so much easier yeah and then you you be higher yeah. yeah the perspective will be different compared to like writer from the mass com or the literary yeah. literary background as well mm-hmm. all right so before we come to the last questions do you have any book that you recommend most to your friends and how has that book impacted you okay so recently i read yeah. 12 years Our twelve rules of life. Ah, right. James Patterson, mm-hmm. right? James Patterson, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Joe Joe Patterson. Yeah, <laughs> it really impacted me, despite me not knowing his the author name. But anyway, okay. uh, his book is uh, it doesn't tell you anything new, but it, it mm. gives it, it just makes you see things in a different light, which is, I think mm. is very important. And that's why I really try to do with all my books also when I write mm. uh, my poems uh, to make people have more perspectives in life. Of course. It, it's more perspective it makes people more tolerant towards each other it might be a bit dense <laughs> that's why you can see the video uh-huh. i think he has youtube videos yeah a lot of interviews yeah um by joe patterson yeah. yeah but reading the book itself is uh, you get really truly immersed where can people connect with you and find out more about your work you can yeah. follow me at c o t y p o e m s koti pons on instagram mm. and also uh, facebook And my website is penwings.com. All right, yeah. we'll link it up. Yeah. Okay. So last questions. What is the impact that you want to make through your work? Um, I think it's pretty close to just uh, my company's impact, which I want mm. to do, which is just to provide a to take to be a part of a more tolerant society, uh, mm. and through that, by increasing the literacy in Malaysia and putting Malaysia in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and. That yeah, we don't look like just people in trees that just mumble. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Yeah. Before we end this, like any exciting plan 
in 2019 or like even the longer yeah. future? Uh, I guess just look out for Zach Shah's book that's coming out this year. And he's a very <laughs> cool guy. Uh, he's very young also. I think he's about 21 or 20. Mm. But he writes uh, like he has lived like 50 years. <laughs> mm, what does he write about? Uh, also like uh, love and like heartbreak and life and mm. all that. So, and also uh, watch out for the personalised book which will be distributed worldwide. Alright, so where yeah. can people get notified? Will On my Instagram. Like, yeah. Everything will be, okay, <laughs> everything will be there. Alright, that's the end of our conversation. Thank you so okay, much. Okay, thanks thank for so the questions. They're really good. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for this. <laughs> and then, see you guys. Bye. Bye.